This is your week, your news for the week of May 14th, 2023. And look at this. The gang is back together for the first time in like three weeks because we have Chris Smith from Clarksville now. That's right. Hey, Ryan. Hello, Chris. We have the president and general manager of the five star media group in Clarksville, Katie Gamble. I'm just the girl that's privileged to be here with you two fellas. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm the operations manager of Five Star Media, and uh, my name's Ryan Pluckelman. I'm happy you, to be you, here. Can you do that a little more velvety? And uh, I'm the... Uh I'm the operations We're manager. We're just excited to. Yeah, because last week I, I had to do that intro, and I, I think I had a pretty velvety <laughs> intro. Yeah. So, we're just excited to be able to discuss all the happening things going on here in Clarksville because mm-hmm. it's like a lot these days. Mm-hmm. It was a big week as far as news is concerned. I'm just upset that Katie missed last week, which featured, I don't know if you heard Katie, but I, I, I shared a story that only Chris had known about until that point. Now everybody knows. And they all it's know. It's no longer a secret. Involving my calves and someone who made comments on my calves that made me very uncomfortable. And Chris left me alone to deal with this person who kept yeah. making strange comments about my legs. Okay. This is the reverse wingman. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you clarified that because for just a moment, I'm like, Surely we're not talking about his legs, and he doesn't have cows. <laughs> okay. So we're hoping to have a magic moment. Sorry I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was golden. But uh-huh. these right here are the top trending stories on Clarksville Now for this week. So top story is we had a groundbreaking this week um, out at Rossview uh, Athletic Complex, mm-hmm. uh, under construction athletic complex, for the solar farm that's going to be built out there. Um, the neat thing is um, we're not going to have just one solar farm, but two solar farms in Clarksville, um, where TVA has worked with um, CDE and some other entities to essentially establish uh, solar farms that would feed energy back into the system to help TVA sort of diversify its um, energy sourcing um, to include more solar across Tennessee. Where's the second one going to be? It is going to be on Wedgwood Drive, um, back um, behind, I think it's called the Indian Hills um, neighborhood, uh, between the uh, Madison Street Publix and the Red River. Gosh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. And it's a neat way to use that kind of land because right now there's pretty much nothing there and you can't really put anything there because of the possibility. Yeah. 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 And the possibility that it could flood. Uh-huh. Um, you know, of course, if it floods, it would you know cause damage to the solar panels. But, you know, it's kind of like building a park. You know, yeah. you put things in flood areas. And I think this is a flood area. You know, tell me if I'm wrong, somebody. Um, but you put things in these areas that you don't mind them getting damaged and then you can rebuild them on the cheap. Now, TVA gets their power from multiple sources. Mm -hmm. So this is just one more layer for them to have in case of emergency, correct? Well, yeah, and just to rely less on things like coal and gas. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, having a a more diverse um, energy sourcing is always a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're not relying on any one thing. And plus you can get some more green energy out of it um, instead of, you know, having to burn up our mountains uh, in a coal-fired plant. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. Mr. Green Salad over there. But here's the question that I have. I got a question too. Yeah. But What's in it for them? They're What's not just doing the, the the places building the solar farms, the company building the solar farms. They're not just doing this because, you know, they watched a Leonardo DiCaprio documentary and said, oh man, we got to pull some power from the sun. I think it's a lesser expensive energy well, yeah, but like, what is for them? What, so, okay, so they they're getting so paid. They, so TV. It's almost paying. like they're they're making energy that's 
cost less, but they're still going to sell it to you for the same price. Gotcha. Is that where it comes in, Chris? Your energy bills aren't going down. Because well, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, it's a private company called Silicon Ranch yeah. that is, is my understanding, is um, building the array mm-hmm. and then um, selling the energy um, to CDE Lightband. So that's what's in it for them. They're selling the energy to CDE Lightband. Mm-hmm. You and I, the three of us, are not going to look at our power bill and go, whoa, look at that. Right. That CDE, is some is, cheap, CDE cheap itself energy. is not building the solar array. Gotcha. Okay. Um, it's being sold to them by this private entity that's... Uh, gotcha. Yeah. When did we become this amazing green energy mecca of Tennessee with electric car manufacturers mm. building here and solar arrays? Mm. And when did this happen? Um, probably sometime after the Cumberland Fossil Plant was created, which is one of the worst uh, producers of like toxic air pollution in the United States. Is that though? Are you talking about the plant that's actually on the Cumberland? Yeah, it's Cumberland? in Cumberland City. Okay, I did and the, not and the realize wind, it, like, that. And the wind like kind of blows yeah. this way from Cumberland City. We so get we're all that basically toxic getting stuff. all that toxic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't, sorry to bring everybody down. <laughs> Listen, I had no idea that that was a thing. So you're telling me that it is one of the biggest polluters of air in the United yes. States? Yes. Really? Yes. And if you look at when um, when Atlas BX was being built and people were complaining about the air pollution that could come from Atlas BX, um, we looked at it as, uh, you know, like, okay, well, where, where is all the local air pollution mm-hmm. coming from? And if, if you can visualize a scale, you've got like maybe um, my hands are like right above each other to uh-huh. um, this is how much pollution air pollution would be created by Atlas BX. Okay, now about three inches. About folks. three inches. Yeah, between. So, in comparison to that, the amount of pollution created by Nearstar, my hands are probably about um, you know uh, three or four about, feet, yeah, three feet apart. Feet, apart. Yeah. Right. And compared to that, the air pollution that's created by the Cumberland Fossil Plant is about twice the height of this building. Really? Yes. Yes. If you want to complain I about mean, it's a air magna- pollution, magnificent, huge thing to look at. Oh, it's it's very always pretty. got stuff going into the air, but I had yeah. no idea that it was that big of an air polluter. Oh, it's Interesting. huge. Yeah. Yeah. So when people huh. say, eh, they shouldn't shut that down, that's crazy to shut that down. Like, okay, well, do you want your kids to have cancer or not? You know, I mean, we're breathing the stuff coming out of that plant. I so, thought it was just love coming out of that. that, yeah, that a lot of love. Stack. Love and money. God. A lot of love and money. I along with cancer. Was, I thought it was my cold refrigerator lights, all that, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff's not, I guess, all that stuff's really not free. We're yeah, paying for it in yeah. other ways, so, too. So things like, you know, and they're, they're talking about converting that. This is a whole other story. Um, but they're talking about converting um, that, I think the plan is, um, into a gas burning plant. So they would burn natural gas instead of burning fossil fuels. Now, what would that change your scale to? And wait a minute, I say fossil fuels I, instead of burning coal. I should say okay. because I guess technically gas is a fossil fuel. Okay, but yeah. Anyway, what would that? Would it the air pollution come down then? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, because you're you're burning instead of burning coal, you're essentially burning natural gas. Okay. So I, I assume it would still create some air pollutants, but probably not on the level of what we're talking about with all that coal being burned. Man, you are a Debbie Downer today. What? Sorry. Listen, he's just like this encyclopedia of information. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. What we learned yeah. about Chris today is, I know the show's probably not on anymore, but remember when, when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was on and you got a lifeline, you could mm-hmm. call somebody and they could give you the answer? That's well, Chris. Who yes. wouldn't pick Chris? Well, because you know what would happen? They would call me and say, well, I could be wrong, but, you know, don't trust me, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this is the answer. <laughs> I would be interested in seeing a heat map of wh- who, where that 
air pollutant takes place the most? Because you know, the further out it gets, probably the less and less it gets. It'd be interesting mm-hmm. to kind of know that. Yeah. You know, they have to have it. At what point does it dissipate right. and not yeah. affect right. us and go up into the atmosphere and affect you know Jupiter? I'm going to pretend it doesn't <laughs> affect us. That's what I'm going to. I'm going to blissfully be yeah. ignorant. Turn on the lights. It doesn't bother us. Turn on all. your lights. You know what Run I find interesting is that you know you're breathing this air pollution. Like if you're in a big city, you smell it. Right. You smell the car exhaust things. Like, oh, I just got back from New Orleans, so trust me. Yeah, yeah. you smell you it. You smell it. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting that there's that that plants causing so much air pollution, and we don't smell it on a day to day basis. That's right. just kind of interesting to me. It's not noticeable. Right, because you really don't smell it. You just smell Mm-mm. the the beauty of the Cumberland River. Mm-hmm. Oh, and various yeah. other. That, is that what you call that beauty? <laughs> it's pretty. It's, yeah. I wouldn't it's, swim in it, but it's pretty. You know, the smell is something that grows on you over time. Mm, you know, yeah. you just move here in the summer. It's a little pungent. But after a while, you grow to love it. Just yeah. be thankful for those spring allergies. <laughs> right? You can't smell anything anyway. Yes. Right. Because you, you don't have enough flonase in your life. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so... I'm so interested to hear about this next Speaking story. of things that are bad for you. Um, <laughs> so let's Boy, say that's a transition. See, let's say you're, you're in the Walmart parking yeah, lot. Yeah. And, you know, you're packing heat as one does in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you come yeah. upon two ladies having an argument uh-huh, and they're yeah. fighting. Yeah. And um, so you decide, you know, I'm packing heat. I'm going to break up this fight. So you go to break up the fight and somewhere in the mix, you get in a scuffle with another guy, and you manage to pull out your own gun and shoot yourself in the hand. Like, I am so curious how you shoot yourself <laughs> in the hand. Like, you're waving well, your gun with your hand in front of it? I mean... Well, I mean, I guess... I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to work through the mechanics. And, of course, we don't have all of the details. There's a video there somewhere. But there Walmart is. has a video. Oh, yeah, Apparently, a gun got drawn. I don't know if the guy pulled it out himself or if somebody pulled his gun out of his, um, out of his holster and he tried to stop them or what happened, but that's... Yeah. He needs to go this back was, and read his concealed carry rules and yes. know that you don't really... Um, Pull a gun just on strangers unless your life is threatened. Yeah. I saw the story on Clarksville now and my blood pressure started to go up. I thought for the longest time that I had gotten rid of all my my strong opinions about things Mm -hmm. and I was just going to like zen my way through life. And then (laughs) I saw that story. All of a sudden my blood pressure started going up and all of a sudden all these strong opinions started coming to the surface again. Guns bring out strong opinions. Well, Well, the other, here's what I thought. Two women are arguing. State, mind your business. Mind Mind your business. business. Mind your business. That's the thing. It's two women fighting. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, and I want to preface this by saying I am pro Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I'm pro First Amendment. I like all the amendments. He's just mm-hmm. pro. Those are, <laughs> but those are the structures to which the founders built this country on. Whether you like it or not, that's mm-hmm. what it is. I say that to say this: this story right here perfectly exemplifies what is wrong with guns in this country. And I'll tell you what this it is. This is why we can't have gun things. Right. I can tell you why. I can tell you why it is. Because there are two types of people in this country. There are people that view guns as toys, mm-hmm. and there are people that view guns as tools. Mm-hmm. The ones that view it as tools treat it like it should be treated. It is a tool I, for... I, I'm going to go with you on that. Yeah, Great. Yeah, okay. I get yeah. you. I feel so you. It's a tool for hunting, <clears throat> sporting, and defense. And they treat it as such. They make sure that they know how their weapon works. They train themselves to know how to use their weapon effectively and safely. Mm -hmm. And they make sure that they understand 
when you draw your firearm, you are saying deadly force is necessary to to rectify the situation in a manner where no one will get yeah. hurt. Yeah, you don't you don't pull out a gun unless you're planning to shoot someone in the chest. Exactly. Unless you are scared for your life. Like right. you are in physical danger, people. Exactly. Here's something. Do you know how on the radio we always do those segments about stupid criminals and they always come out of Florida for some reason? Mm-hmm. Yes. This one could, you might be having this one show up yeah. at some point. That's what I'm. See. That's what I'm thinking. And what drives me crazy about this is, I wish I knew the scenario. Yeah, we, we don't. Do we too. really don't know the details. But really, unless these two women were pointing guns at each other, mm-hmm. this was not a situation where deadly force was necessary. Stay out of their fight. It could right. That could have been sisters. Sisters fight. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you behave like this, when you have a weapon that you treat as a toy, you are creating stories that people will use to rally support to take guns from other mm-hmm. people because they'll go, look at this guy right here, shouldn't have had a gun because mm-hmm. this person didn't take it upon themselves to take well, the we personal... Well, we don't know that. Well, you don't know that. Well, we I, don't know the story. Well, I know they didn't, be pers- they didn't take it upon themselves to be responsible and to personally <laughs> know how to use their tool in the correct well, we manner. we don't know. We weren't there. It could have been in his a hoster or something. Maybe someone came and grabbed it, and he went to grab it from them. We mm. don't know. We weren't there. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I guess. I know. I, but some it, strong opinions me, come out. Um, yeah. And thank you for your strong opinion. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to calm down now. I'm going to do some I'm breathing just exercises. Saying, there's two sides to every story. This guy might have been, who knows? They might have been scuffling on the ground, mm, and he might have been maybe. really worried well, about them getting hit by a car or something. We weren't there. But we do know this. If the guy hadn't been holding, but hadn't had a gun on him, then none of this would have happened. And what really concerns me is that he shot himself in the hand somehow. Well, he could have shot. I what if this had it. been a five-year-old mm-hmm. being walked through exactly. the parking lot in a in a, the, a a buggy by his mama, and that five-year-old was shot in the I head? Was, that's mm-hmm. what this I was would going be to a say. completely different conversation. Yes, even mm-hmm. though it it just happened to it shot him in the hand instead of a five-year-old baby in right. the head, mm-hmm. and that would be a, we would be having would we be having the same conversation? No, we no. would not. Just remember, same action, why no? Different outcome. Yeah. Well, moral of the story is manja. Mm-hmm. Mind your own business yeah, unless yeah. you're, you know. It is interesting because I think um, Hollywood, especially in movies, like you watch a movie like John Wick or something, mm-hmm. and you really, it doesn't give you an accurate sensation of what drawing and firing of firearms really like. Mm-hmm. And there are resources. There's plenty of places here you can go. You know, Clarksville Guns and Archery has a range and there's people that mm-hmm. will they'll, will guide you they, through they, the they journey. They actually will teach you how to do it. Exactly. They will. In a safe Yeah, and and Mm -hmm. show you this is what you do and this sort of thing and teach you how to do it correctly. And I Mm -hmm. think it's until you start actually going down that journey and and firing and discovering for yourself what is all involved with this, you go like, oh, this is way harder than they make it seem on television. Mm -hmm. This is not super easy. I got my first gun a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Hartsville Guns and Archery taught me. I'm going to tell you it's way harder even from a standpoint of the nervousness of knowing you're holding something that could hurt someone. Yeah. I mean, there's a, that's a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a little intimidating if you, you know, so I don't even, I, I don't even, I know people use them all the time. They use mm-hmm. them for the work, police officers stuff. Yeah. They're comfortable with them. They're, they're trained, but you know, I, we don't know this situation. Right. I just, I just couldn't believe cause I've you know, talked to friends that are in the military and how much training is necessary to confidently and accurately quickly, draw and fire mm-hmm. is 
I had no idea. It is. It's not mm-hmm. as simple as oh, I watched John Wick four. Well, and now I got it down. Let's just be thankful that his hand was the only thing hurt, and nobody else got hurt. Yes. and I bet he got those ladies' attention. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They're like, okay. I'll tell you right now, this guy's buddies know exactly who he is, and he will never live this down. <laughs> yeah. And that could be worse than anything else. Well, I'm oh. glad his, his name was not in the article, right? No, no. I'm glad it wasn't because I feel sorry for the fellow. Yeah, right. he'd be making. Right. Up for the rest of, but he, we're gonna we're gonna see some guy with a bullet hole through his yeah, hand. We'll there were plenty of jokes about you know he definitely got a handle on the situation. <laughs> oh, and, you know, oh. Let's hand it to the guy. Oh, that's yeah, that's you'll see that. a guy with a bandage on his hand. You go, are you the handy <laughs> shooter from Walmart? Mm-hmm. The handyman. The handyman. Um, all right. So uh, next up, uh, River Road is going to close at the end of this month for construction work. I have a strong um, opinion about this, well, too. You no, know, I don't. Uh, you're talking about two kinds of people in this world. There's uh, <laughs> there's one kind of person in this world who relies heavily on River Road mm-hmm. as the way to get to and from work, and there's people mm-hmm. who don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Now, River Road is where, Chris? It is. Um, you go over the Cumberland River on Zinc Plant Road Bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. you hang a left, and it's mm-hmm. this cute little side, windy it's a road. Little, yeah. And it'll take you over to, I guess, is it Highway 149? Yeah, it comes out there by Hilldale IGA, I think, right yeah. in that area. And so it's a, it's a really quick way to get, like, to Waverly and um, in that area. When, when, anytime I'm going out toward Jackson, I, um, I take the river road as a, as a way to get to that uh, highway. And it's really f- huge shortcut. So if it's closing down, there's going to be a lot of commuters who go out to the west part of the county who are going to be really upset about that. Is um, the McClure Bridge finished? Yes. Okay, thank goodness. I, I say that. Because I'm if not, it wasn't, sure it's, it's going to make that traffic there even worse. Mm, yeah. I would hope that they'd be like, yeah, we got other options. What are they doing to the road? Why are they closing You know, I am I'm actually not sure if McClure Bridge is completely finished. Because I haven't been across not, that in a while, so, so check me on that. I'll be going across it in the morning. I'll let you know. Okay. Um, but because if it's... Not close. It's going to be, I wouldn't even want to mm-hmm. go that direction for a while. Yeah, yeah. Now, Katie, I remember, it, it, did you run the first yes. Go Commando? Yeah, it went, it went up that road. It did. Mm-hmm. And that's my only experience with River Road was mm-hmm. the very first ever. They had uh, they used to have the Go Commando half marathon, make all the jokes you want now. Um, and I remember do, with the first year, they gave you these tiny little shorts as, mm. as you're finishing. You're, so that you didn't go commando. Exactly. Literally. So you got those tiny little shorts and the route took you up Zinc Plant Road and took mm. you down River Road. And it was absolutely beautiful. It was a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful road. That yeah. was back when my joints could handle that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it floods a lot um, because it is the River Road mm-hmm. um, and it's got a lot of low points. So when the water gets high, it tends to flood and, actually, and so it has a lot of damage on it that they need to fix. I thought that River Road was a little bit hot, too hot. I thought was like overlooking the river well we must have had a low water year when we did it well when we yeah. did it though there's a lot of trees over it so you don't even really sometimes see the river mm-hmm. from it so mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's the problem yeah. well i'm glad that there's progress I, you know anytime we're working on our infrastructure i think that is the one thing that every person in this community can agree on we need help with our infrastructure right i think if you've lived in clarksville for more than six months you can look around and go yeah infrastructure's good let's go let's keep uh mm-hmm. you know improving the infrastructure around because it Looks like we're not going to slow down as far as growth anytime soon. If it's not, then you try to go home one afternoon when there's a wreck on the interstate. Oh, 
in every diesel and every car from Interstate 24 is mm-hmm. using Clarksville as a thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. Tell me we don't need infrastructure. Exactly. Help. Chris, are you up there looking things up? You're checking to see if that bridge is open. You're going to worry about that <laughs> it's all day. Crazy. No, I was just uh, getting some additional information about um, something big, some big, the probably the biggest story on here um, that's going on right now, and that is that the the River Fest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. our beloved yeah. festival um, out on the Cumberland River, is yeah. coming to a close after 35 years. 35 that's a long time. Years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's been gone a while. Um, it's uh, so basically um, the news of it is. Um, this summer in uh, September is going to be the final one. Yeah. Um, technically, it's been going on for 35 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, the during in 2021, um, I think it was the 33rd Riverfest was canceled. Because so yep. numerically, this is the 34th Riverfest, but it's um 35 years. Well, thanks for throwing out that tidbit because I didn't want anybody to get confused. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. Those, the numbering, you know, make exactly, sure everyone's cool. Exactly, because people don't want to start arguing about it. Exactly. But anyway, um, so they're wanting to go out with a bang. Going to have live music. Um, play Plans are still underway um, for all the details. They haven't announced any artists yet, have they? No, no, they haven't. It's going to be September 8 and 9 at McGregor Park. And um, as far as the reasons for it, um, everything I'm hearing is basically just it's gotten really huge. Um, and, you know, it's it's you know, they have 30,000 people at mm-hmm. one point coming out yeah. to that. And it's right along the river. Um, you know, people have been worried about safety for a very long time out there. All the yes. things that could, you know. Somebody could fall in the river. Somebody could get hurt. You could put an eye out. Right, exactly. And and this is kind of sad because, you know, it was a decade ago, we had this wonderful festival downtown called Rivers and Spires, and they ended that because it was getting too big. And now we've got Riverfest is ending because it's too big. Mm-hmm. So can we figure out an event that we can have, even though it's I getting too big? I wish there was big? a way to keep it because you know when it gets that big it's because it's successful and people like it Mm -hmm. so you know there are festivals in other communities cma that at one point was not a big festival or you know uh, memphis in may Mm -hmm. well just eagle fest down the road in dover or our irish day in uh, in erin i mean most communities have big festivals like this yeah i don't know if it's i know security is an issue but we're not the only one that's dealing with big festivals Uh, you know maybe it's a volunteer issue too and manpower because parks and rec's not like hundreds of people right exactly and i think it's manpower and security one of my favorite river fest stories of all time katie because you mm-hmm. know five star media has been a part of river fest for a very long time lee Irwin even remembers like introducing the bands on stage at the very first yeah. ever he remembers introducing the bg <laughs> <laughs> but i remember one time i was at river fest and i was just walking around and the and the local newspaper at the time <laughs> I don't know if they had some money they had to spend at a place or they had an Amazon gift card. And like, what do we buy? Let's buy a dog costume. Mm-hmm. Like, let's buy a cost a dog costume because nothing says newspaper like a dog. Mm-hmm. And so the local well, news- because it's a, a news hound. I know what? what that means, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So, I get it. So yeah, the, the mascot's name was L.C. the news hound. Yeah. Will you let me finish the story? Well, okay, fine. Because you're involved. And you're now I know I'm involved. Hit. You're telling the end, I think. Well, you're skipping important points. I'm the, okay, so the, <laughs> so the newspaper says... And Amazon wasn't around like that then. Well, I'm just... Well, I, all I'm saying is maybe they need to look into how expensive this dog costume was. Oh, I, I'm just saying. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm walking around. I've got my Q108 shirt on, and there's this dog. 
just kind of doing its thing. Mm-hmm. And so I walk by the dog and I hear, and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, excuse me. So I stop and I'm like, hello? It's Chris. It was Chris Smith. <laughs> you were walking around that's in a right. dog costume. I was. Oh, that's awesome. I hey. I love that costume. I have been Bucky the Beaver <laughs> in a Christmas been. parade before. Mm-hmm. You have been. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, in December, it's the best thing to be because it's warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? In September, not so much. You were stuck in a dog costume. I know. And it was September. wonderful. I love that. Because here's what happened. I didn't expect this at all. Walking around, it's a really, it was a really cute costume. So walking around this dog costume, and everywhere I go, these little kids yell, doggy, and run up to hug me. Yeah. And so, you know, because I don't want to be hugged around the knees by little children, I started dropping to one knee every time a kid would run up to me and want yeah. to give me a hug so yeah. I could give them a hug back in a way Aren't that wasn't weird. Mm-hmm. But it... It was. It got to be so funny. I had little kids like trying to feed me raisins oh. and, and petting my ears, and so I stayed in character Did you start the whole kicking time. Your leg, like yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd kick my leg, and um, and I stayed in character the whole time. I never said anything except when I was talking to Ryan. I would just go, oof, oof, you know, I'd, I'd bark and growl and, and yip and, and everything. That's and, awesome. Um, but then the saddest thing was I went to the, the restrooms to change back into my street clothes yeah. after I got done with my my shift. And I come back out and I see like these little kids. I'm like, oh, oh, they don't care about me. I'm just right, some weird yeah. grown up. I'm old just man some weird point. grown up. I'm not a dog <laughs> anymore. An old man. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. At some point, because this was a while, but you were you were pretty high ranking at the newspaper at that time. You I were, mean, I was at least, I, I was managing editor. I may have been editor at that time. I don't remember what year that was. You had an office mm-hmm. with a nice view of mm-hmm. downtown at yeah. this point. Who were some of the acts that you guys remember seeing at Riverfest over the years? Mm, um, it's hard to distinguish between Riverfest and Rivers and Spires in my mind. Um, uh, Joe Diffie. I remember seeing Joe Diffie mm-hmm. down there and he put on an absolute fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Trace Adkins was there as well. I think so. I think that's been like yeah. the past 10 years or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing those acts. Um, I do remember they had a contest about 10 or 15 years ago when they were going to come out with a mascot, speaking of mascots, mm-hmm. you know, cause Chris, the, the news hound with Chris in it, Riverfest wanted to do a mascot. And so they had this fish. They were going to make a, a catfish it was going to be their mascot. And they were having a contest in the community name, that. name the fish mascot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working on the radio at this time and there's some kind of prize like, hey, we'll give you backstage passes or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even need that. I just want to win because I had the best name for this, this fish. And so I submitted my name for the fish and the name I picked. Get ready for this one. Both of okay. you. I submitted Clark S. Gill for, <laughs> for the fish. It's pretty good. For Riverfest, right? And I'm thinking there's no way I'm going to lose. And so... The, the people who were in charge of Rivers and Spires at that time came in and they wanted to River announce. Fest. Yeah, Riverfest, right. Oh, yeah. They, kept, they wanted to come in and they're like, we're going to announce the winner on the Q108 morning show. And I'm like, oh, this is great. They're just going to tell me how great my idea was. This is awesome. Come on in. And so here I am. They're getting ready to announce the big winner, the winning name of the fish that is going to be the Riverfest mascot. And I'm like, well, they're, they're here on the Q morning show. Here comes the the showers of appreciation and accolades upon me for my great idea. And they go, and the winning name that we've picked 
for the fish. I'm just going here. Just say it, Clark S. Gill. Is Finny G. I like and I was Finny like, G. What? It's kind of like Kenny G. I like Finny G. Right, but he didn't have a saxophone or anything. It was just a fish. He would have been cute with a saxophone. Like, yeah, and the curly hair like Kenny mm-hmm. G had back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. I was so mad about that. I just got over that like last year. I was finally able to get I don't get think over. you're over it. You don't, sound like, you don't sound like you've gotten over anything. Yeah, right? Yeah, I realize this episode. I've got a, I thought I had all my strong opinions gone, but nope, they're still yeah. there. Hanging still in. Them. But no, I, I think they're working on other things. I've talked to Maggie over there at Parks and Rec, and I know they're, they have some ideas, and they're kicking some things around for some some new things to do in a new space. So stay tuned. Bigger things coming to the city of Clarksville. Or new creative things. Right, new creative things coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the last Riverfest. Yeah. Enjoy. And speaking of uh, big things coming, um, this week we released our Summer Fun Guide, um, which is a guide to all the festivals, movies, concerts, and events coming up in Clarksville. Uh, including Riverfest, but also including all kinds of uh, other stuff like the downtown at sundown stuff. Um, the, uh, uh, let me see if uh, family movie nights, <laughs> I'm just scrolling through bike, the cram. You um, know what probably wasn't on there, Chris, because it's, you know, kind of in the works in mm-hmm. the process and recently just announced mm-hmm. is that Haven Madison will be mm-hmm. playing at downtown commons on June 11th yes. at what? 6 PM. Yes. Six to eight. This is so cool. Um, Haven Madison, if you've been living under a rock or maybe you've been in a coma at Tanova for the last three months and you're going, who is this Haven Madison? Haven Madison is a, <clears throat> excuse me, Clarksville high school junior who so talented, so talented. Like she was, she was on American Idol. She auditioned. And they released her audition early because it went so well and it went viral on the internet. She mm-hmm. wrote a song, which you can hear on Q108, called 15, about being 15 and wanting the world now and being mm-hmm. told you have to wait. And the judges were just blown away. Mm-hmm. And she just had such a run on American Idol. And the great thing about Haven is you couldn't ask for a better representative of the city of Clarksville. She is the nicest person you'll ever meet. She is so kind. She is so considerate. She is so poised. She is so talented. She is so proud of being from Clarksville and going to Clarksville High School. I mean, she's a cheerleader at Clarksville High School. She's writing songs in study hall in Clarksville High School on her hand. Um, Such an amazing young lady. She did not win American Idol and I stopped watching the second she I haven't was watched out. it since she left either. I don't care who wins now because yeah. because Haven did such a great job. Um, I will point out that Haven doesn't have to win American Idol to be a star. She just needed someone to notice her. And people have noticed her. Well, the other thing I want to point out about this concert, you mentioned that she's so considerate. She mm-hmm. is her own family. Is this concert is a thank you. It's her way of saying thank you to the community for all the support because people came out in droves to support her. Businesses Mm -hmm. supported her. People that didn't know her were rooting for her. So this concert, she's putting this concert on as a way to thank everybody for that support because she's... She's genuinely grateful. And so the concert's free. The concert's free to the public to come out and enjoy. It's on a Sunday night. And it's just her way of giving back to the community that she feels gave her so much in the past few weeks. June 11th, 6 to 8, the downtown commons. It is going to be such a great place. I've heard that other, excuse me, pollen. Pollen's high in Clarksville, everybody. Tell me. Um, or pollution. <clears throat> yeah, it's that pollution from the, from the thing we learned about earlier. But no, I've heard that there could be possibly some other contestants from this season of American Idol 
that are going to be at this show as well. So it's a free concert. It's Haven's way of saying thank you. But I think we need to go out there and just mass Mm -hmm. and just fill the downtown commons and show this young lady. We're so proud of the way you represented Clarksville on a national stage. I agree. It's going to be a great event. I can't wait. To, I'll, I'll be there. I can't wait to watch her. I'm still rooting for her. I can't wait to watch and see what she what her next what she does next. Well, that's all we got. That's I am, it. I am out of news. We are that's all a lot out of news. fresh out. That's that's plenty. That's the freshly squeezed news <laughs> fresh for you out of ClarksvilleNow.com. The top trending stories for this week, the uh, the week of May 14th. This is your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast.